All right, guys, welcome back. Sorry, it's been a long, a long time since we've done, a, done an episode. We're gonna try something a little different here today. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna split a couple topics into um, a couple different five to 10 minute episodes. We're gonna try hammer through these quickly. Um, yeah, so Bailey, take it away. What's our first topic? Yeah, first topic of the day, and everyone welcome back to the Best Coast Express. It's been a while. Um, a lot has happened over the Christmas break in the NHL season so far. It's been very exciting September. season. <laughs> yeah, since September, a lot has happened. Um, recently, as I'm sure many listeners or most listeners have heard about already, um, Dallas Stars CEO Jim Lights uh, ripped apart um, their two star players in Dallas, Jamie Benn along with Tyler Sagan. Um, a bit of backstory, um, the CEO of the team contacted The Athletic, which is a um, sports uh, journalism site, um, a paid subscription site, um, and he contacted them and he wanted to, uh, yeah, he, he, he felt that Sagan and Ben deserved uh, some public criticism, and he went on, um, and, and with those interviews that he had, um, just absolutely ripped them apart. He said uh, they were playing effing horse poop, um, and just went on an absolute rant, um, with a lot of swearing, um, a lot of criticism, and it caused quite the stir in the NHL and in the NHL community. Um, many feeling that the comments were unnecessary, uh, went a little too far, and uh, yeah, there was a number of statements that were uh, that came out. The NHLPA released a statement on the comments made by the CEO Jim Lights um, condemning them. Um, we can talk a little bit more about that, and then also um, Sagan and Ben both responded. But first of all, I think it's important to discuss whether or not this was appropriate by Jim Lights and by the Dallas Stars organization as a whole to call out the players through the media um, for their, you know, underwhelming play maybe as of late and this season so far. Um, and whether whether we think that's appropriate or, or whether that should have been um, dealt with internally. So Tyler, maybe your take. Uh, very appropriate. I know this is an unpopular opinion here, but honestly, that those two performances have been subpar this year. Um, I wouldn't solely blame the Dallas Stars um, front two men in Sagan and Ben being the sole purpose, uh, sole reason of their poor play over the last two years here. Um, but you know what? Like, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of. It starts from the top down, and those guys are both under a point a game, I believe, right now. Um, and they're getting paid the big bucks. I think that tandem right there is getting paid. It's got to be top five in the NHL for like kind of like star forward combinations. Am I am I right? Yeah. So Tyler Sagan earlier this season signed his big extension. Um, a big extension yeah. with the team. Um, I'd have to check on it was a it was an eight year deal for seventy nine million. Um, so just about ten million per. And then uh, Ben in 2016 signed an eight-year deal for 76 million. So under a point a game, definitely hefty contracts. Under a point a game, and sure, front office could do a lot better with uh, some of the some of the moves that uh, have transpired over the last couple of years here. Um, they don't have great supplementary pieces. I look at a team like the Pittsburgh Penguins though, and sure, Crosby, Malkin, Kessel. The stars, Sagan, Ben. We got upcoming Heiskinen. We got Klingberg, Raj, injury prone, unfortunately. Radulov. Radulov, exactly. That is a studded, a star-studded first line, and they have not produced nearly as much as they should be. And this is just like, 
Of course you need to go out and publicly criticize these players. I disagree. They they need it. They they need the kick in the butt. This right. is they've invested in a long-term future with these guys and they are not not performing to the point they should be and this is in the prime of their careers no. or at least what should be. Their play this year has not reflected that I, one bit. I agree with you. It's it's obvious that Sagan and Ben both one they're on they're on hefty contracts. I think they're the two, you know, two highest paid players. Yeah. And they are underperforming, and they're they're not playing up to their you know the standard that their contract you know really the the term and the money you know say they should be, and I yeah I agree with you that they are under underperforming. That being said, completely could not disagree more with you that a public you know public shellacking of of them by their CEO is is that's completely the wrong way to go. Um, I, there's other ways to do this. There's other ways to criticize. I think a closed door meeting is one way to do it. Um, you know, if they're really if they're really unhappy with with how they're playing, why not let them know? Like Ben Ben was, was said himself that he was not made aware. He was not contacted by lights. He was not made aware that you know. I'm sure that he's frustrated that he's not playing well this season. But there's other ways to go about it than causing so much drama. There was no drama surrounding Dallas Stars until these comments were made and then it became the talk of the NHL. And I, what, what good does that do? Like the LA Kings, for instance, I just want to say, obviously having a, a dismal season this year, I compare the teams, obviously the, the Kings are a much older team, but they've got a lot of good players there still. Uh, you know, Dowdy, Kopitar, um, Quick, some Jeff Carter, Jeff Carter some, some good veteran players that are not playing up to the standards that they can be with their contracts and what they say. And earlier this year, they had a closed door meeting and they, they you know, who knows what they said there, but... Um, that's how they, they try to deal with the adversity and that's how um, they went about doing business and I think that's a much better way than getting media involved and ripping the players apart through that and, and not letting them know like sure obviously they're trying to light a fire under them and, and, and spark them somehow but I think this is a terrible way to do that and you're really hurting that relationship too like let's not forget uh, you know what's stopping from Ben and Sagan both saying now you know what I want out of town I don't even want to be here anymore and demanding a trade and you're not going to get a whole lot of value for them because the league's going to know that they're disgruntled I, I think this is just a a poor way of doing things and it just shows a lot of mismanagement and I think the league is just laughing at, at the Dallas Stars right now for how they handled this. It's just tough because I see underperformances. I see big time underperformances. I think this is also a good tactic on putting other GMs, other front offices in the league on notice that like, oh, Okay, these like these guys. There's something go. There's something wrong here. They need to fix something. Let's start talking trades with these guys. They need supplements. They need someone who's gonna kick Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben in the butt. And I think Radulov is someone who should definitely be a part of this conversation as well. I think Radulov's performances this year have been abysmal in yep. comparison to last year, especially I, I, when I, you. Especially when you're playing with Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn, you better be potting a lot of points. You know what? I disagree. Again, uh, Alex Radulov has the best points per game of the team right now. He's got 37 points in 33 games. He's their only player above a point per game, and I think that's why he wasn't called out. He's been playing fine. I think he's been playing really well. He's got 14 goals in 33 games. He's been good. Um, he's been pissing me off in fantasy hockey because I don't have him. But, um, yeah, he's been a great player. I, I, I don't – I think – I agree with you. They're I also think, paying him significantly less. Right. So, so he's you know he's obviously in the clear, um, but I, I, I agree. Sagan and Ben aren't good enough right now. They're not playing to the to the standards that their contract shows they should be. But this is not the way to go about it, and I think it just caused an absolute gong show in Dallas. 
and it, it's not how I, I would be. I would be pretty pissed off if I was a fan of this team and 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 this happened to my team. I, I think it's just a it's a terrible way to go about business. Treating your captain and, and your star players this way is is pretty brutal, and um, especially coming from a veteran executive, you know, Lights has been around for for decades now, and I think it just looks poor. What I do have to say though is I think uh, at least from Jamie Ben's end, he handled it really well. Um, you know, he said. Uh, it's you know it's easy to look at the numbers and and because it's an easy thing to look at and you know pro production isn't where it should be. Um, he acknowledged that he isn't playing well enough and he needs to get better and um, you know he didn't he didn't fire shots back at, at the CEO um, or at Jim Nill the the general manager who knew this was going to happen. He let it happen anyways, um, which I think is a, is a joke as well. But um, just I think just disappointing and a, and a poor way to handle handle this. Um, honestly, Tyler, I just think these guys have they have an obligation to the general managers, and sure, the general manager managers have an obligation to the players, but not nearly to the degree that is dishing out 10 million a year to both of these players. That's a combined, like, 20 plus, oh, it's over 20 million, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is among the likes of your McDavid's and Dreisaitl's here, who, that team is just a dumpster fire, we can talk about that another time, but... Yeah, I just I just don't think Dallas is like it's just it's bold that they like that Sagan and Ben are just I don't care if it's an in-team meeting like an, a locked doors meeting. LA Kings, where are they in the standings? Very very low. I think they're second worst team in the NHL, third worst. They're bottom 5 for sure. Sure, their record getting better, but you know what? Like, I am not supportive of this whole Tyler Sagan, Jamie Bent thing. They needed to kick in the butt. They just got it. They're six, three, and one in their last ten. Yeah, and and since uh, just to wrap it up, since the comments made by Lights, um, Tyler Sagan's got you know four goals and six points in yeah. five, in four games. So, like, I think a kick in the butt is such a good tactic. Sure, that looks scary. Like, maybe other players are like, Man, I don't know if I want to go to Dallas. I'm gonna get ripped apart if I go there. You know what? You gotta do what you gotta do. He did that, and you know what? It's it's paying off. Look at Sagan's numbers. Look at the last ten. 